It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katz Matidi's Cats at Night show. Now on the line, we have another brilliant woman, Meryl Tish, and you know her well, Ed Cox. I sure do. Meryl, it's good to have you on, on, on the show. John, blessings in this holiday season to you and your beautiful family. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And I don't know who's been more dedicated to the New York education system than you as the chancellor of the regents and now as chair of the State University of New York. Could, could you give us your assessment of, uh, of, of where we are now with respect, particularly with respect to K through 12 here in New York City, where there's new leadership here? Mm-hmm. Well, I have had the privilege of knowing David Banks and working alongside him uh, when he was at Eagle Academy. He is a man of compassion, a man of deeds, of decency, of values and he believes in education. I'll tell you the other thing about David Banks. He likes to get to yes with everyone. He's not at cross purposes with anyone who wants to do the right thing by children, families, and New Yorkers, and teachers, and principals, and all of the people. So I think we've got to take a breath. I think we've got to give him a chance. We've got to support Everything that helps him get to yes, we've got to uh, make sure that we get our kids and the numbers back in public schools. He's expanding gifted. He and the mayor are expanding gifted and talented programs. I believe they're going to expand the opportunities for the screened high schools. These are all positive developments, but it won't happen if New Yorkers don't back them 100%. There's no no time here for equivocation. We've got to be forceful. We've got to be straightforward. And we've got to be aggressive. Amen. And, Do you uh, disagree? I agree completely. Uh, you know, he started uh, his Eagle Academies as an alternative schools back at the same, same time as we started at the State University authorizing uh, charter schools. And so we knew a lot of mutual people, and uh, the chancellor and I hit it off very well. And now we are involved in working with him on getting internships into the high school system. So people start focusing on jobs that can have make their make their education meaningful. And a lot of the lessons that he learned with the Eagle Academies – uh, where he's now putting into effect with uh, with the K through 12 system here. I hope so, and I hope people give him the opportunity to make advancement and change without mm-hmm. making without making gratuitous enemies. Anyone no, can it's pick a... a fight. You can pick a fight with anyone, but only pick a smart fight that helps move the chess board across the bo- across the table. We want improvement. Meryl, it's it's Judge Richard Weinberg. I want to ask you this. You've been involved in the educational process for years and a a person of great reputation. What I'm concerned about is the lost time because of COVID that these kids had. And how do we make up for this? Because I don't want to have a lost generation here. I, I agree with you. You know, it's been tragic, the... The toll that this has taken on our children across the system. I would say that we need to really 
focus on an extended school year, on what we do with the summer weeks while these kids are out of school. I think that uh, the former mayor, Michael Bloomberg, gave a gift of $50 million to help advance summer education for kids in charter schools. I think that we need to do – we have a lot of money in K-12 system now that hasn't been spent. I think we need to have an accountable system. What do we do with all of this money that's coming from the federal government to help these kids make up for lost time? I do not believe that we should allow any child to go fallow during these 12 weeks of summer. I think we should increase summer learning programs, summer internships for our youngsters in high schools. We need to be creative. We need to be thoughtful, but we need to be aggressive. Governor Patterson had a fantastic idea. A chance of my idea. Well, you know what my idea was from years ago. My idea was to start the school day later and to end the school day later to keep the children in the classroom during the three to seven hours when all the youth problems occur and also to make sure that they are protected uh, by being in an environment where by the time their parents get home, they will uh, uh, not be in any trouble. We need to rethink what our school day looks like. Listen, we have phenomenal teachers and principals. Meryl, we're out of time, but I want to thank you for coming on. And and we have to discuss it further on another day because... Blessings. Blessings to everyone. Thank you. And Judge Weinberg, thank you. Governor Patterson, Ed Cox, thank you. My sidekick, Lydia Serrani. And uh, God bless. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.